into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, AfterBuzzers, Girl Meets World fans, welcome to AfterBuzz's After Show 4, Disney Channel's Girl Meets World, Season 1, Episode 15, Girl Meets Brother. I'm Lee Epstein, alongside the awesome Kristen Snyder. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. We love that you're here. Um, I'm going to talk to you right here for one second. We love that you're here, <laughs> we love that you're tweeting us. I'm just going to remind you, my Twitter, I am at Lee M. Epstein on Twitter and Instagram. If you have any questions, you can tweet in at Lee M. Epstein. And also, Kristen is at Cinematic Escape, at Cinematic underscore Escape. On Instagram. But on Twitter, it's no just underscore. Cine- no underscore. And uh, we just got a tweet from Mike Blanchard who wants to call in. You guys don't forget the number here is 424 256 1729. <laughs> yeah, call us. We're in the studio call right us. now in the 6 o'clock West Coast hour, 9 o'clock East Coast hour. So mm-hmm. um, give us a call. We're in the studio right now. Sure. All right, Kristen, let's jump into it. Yeah, Girl Meets Brother. It was mainly about your favorite character. So how much were oh, you yeah. loving oh, this episode? <laughs> this is making me sound so creepy. Like, oh, hey, you know, you love that. But he's really amazing. I, I do is. love Augie. And, and, and Augie, you know that. And your tweeting mom knows that. And um, we, I do. He was great in this episode. To his credit also, he is great as an actor. And he does great with his stuff. And mm-hmm. to the writer's credit, they write for him very funny. They do. And part of it is that like a lot of it's very kind of adult stuff. Stuff, mm-hmm. um, and which and I like it's about funny because it. he's like a wise little kid. Exactly, which which I really like. The original brother was going to be older, but right. I think we get a lot more, you know, funny and comical humor from the young kid being very wise. For sure. I mean, I could totally see why they made that choice and mm-hmm. made that change. I, I love to to be to just say I I did really like the older brother as well. He reminded me of an Eric type. Mm. He was really cool. Well, and also it's like one way that... I think we have a caller on the line. Is it Mike Blanchard? Let's find out. (laughs) Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? I am Mike Blanchard from Louisville, Kentucky. Hello. Oh, hello, Mike. Did you have a question? How'd you like the episode? I think this is the best one we've had so far as far as comedy aspects. I agree. I, I mean, it was it was amazing. I've watched it like five times on my DVR (laughs) since it aired. Wait, did you say you're from Louisville, Kentucky? Yeah. Why do you have a Midwest accent? <laughs> well, originally I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, and I can still <laughs> talk the kai. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So you're all over the place. I yeah. agree with Mike. What do you? You thought this was the best episode I yet? In terms of comedy, I agree with comedy, you. Comedy, yeah. As far as the comedy, yeah. I mean, it was mm-hmm. d- between Corey and Topanga, between Riley and Augie, and and uh, and and Maya. Um, the only thing that was I think it would have been a little overkill if they had Ava in there, but... Uh, oh, kinda, did you miss Ava? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of surprised to see Farkle in there. Um, and, did you like you know, that they brought him in there? Yeah, because it makes sense. 
Yeah, I thought it was funny because they're addressing the issue that, you know, they leave him out unless it's at school. So I thought it was really funny for him to pop up. Mm-hmm. When he pops up next week, that's going to be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What was your? If you thought this was the best comedic episode, what do you think was the best part comedically? What was the funniest part to you? Um, it's probably going to be the pirate sword fight at the end. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just yeah. hilarious. Or, or it could be um, Corey and Topanga sneaking through the apartment. Yeah, that yeah. was there's a lot of good stuff in here. Were you a fan of Boy Meets World? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I agree with you, Mike, and I'm really glad you called in. We're gonna we're gonna talk about more of our favorite parts, and thank you very much for calling in. Mike, call us really anytime. Yeah, call us back. We actually tape um, every two weeks. We do two shows, so we won't be taping next Monday. We'll be taping two shows the following Monday, which I believe is the 15th. And especially I all of you Boy Meets World. I have a suggestion, but I okay. know it's against your all's... I, I know it's not your all's format. Since you only do two episodes every two weeks, uh-huh. why not combine them into one podcast? One entire show that lasts... I, I, I know you want to keep the time limit low because they're only 30-minute episodes, but why mm-hmm. not do... Two in one podcast instead of two separate shows. That's a great suggestion, and we would love to do that, except for the listeners on iTunes. I don't know if you know, we're also on iTunes, so they look us up by individual episodes. So people can find one episode at a time, yeah. Yes. And And also when we started, we used to do one at a time. We kind of just switched (laughs) the format. We kind of switched because the show is sometimes only 17 minutes long, so we can't do more than 15 minutes on a 17-minute show. But But we're going to talk about it more. Mike, thanks very much for calling Thanks, and tweet Mike. us in and for sure people like you Mike and who are the huge Boy Meets World fans like Kristen and all of us um, <laughs> but the real nostalgic people are going to love our next episode because we're going to be talking about the Christmas episode which not only has Sean from what I understand but also Corey's parents yes um, so William a lot Russ. of and, and uh, uh, Amy her name is her a- um, it's going to come to me I know I'm totally blanking William Russ and Betsy yes and Betsy Betsy the last part will come to me. I know this. <laughs> but it is Betsy. I mean, I watch those credits over and over all my, exactly. all my life. So everyone who's into Boy Meets World is going to love our next episode. I mean, going to love the next Girl Meets World episode, mm-hmm. which I believe is actually already up online, so you can go check it out. I need to find it. I think it is. I, I think I'm it's up on the Disney it. Channel website. Well, I saw it. But um, I cannot wait we will to chat about it next time. This is also a great episode, though. I agree with Mike. So much funny stuff. Mm-hmm. I, was, I mean, there's even stuff where... Um, like it almost is like making fun of the show kind of on a meta level you know like it's mm-hmm. making fun it's within the show making fun with the characters and it's also kind of making fun of the format of the show like when um one thing like when Riley says to Corey you can't get out of here with a life lesson can you yeah it's like, well, yeah, that's kind of how this show works. You and know? also when Farkle is actually bringing up the fact that you only see him when they're at school. Right. Yeah, these That's are, meta as well. Exactly. I, yeah. like, I like those things. I mean, there's a lot of good funny stuff. I wrote down a bunch of funny lines. I like that the girls did not make the cheer squad. Because that's always, in a lot of these Disney shows, a lot of these shows uh, for kids, the girls are always making the cheer squad. They're always the cheerleader. And you know what? I didn't make the cheer squad. And so I think it's important to show that, that not everyone makes the cheer I was the cheated. Team. Look at this flexibility. I think you I have mean, to honestly. try out to make the for team, real, though, man. Lee. <laughs> 
Actually, I actually I just recently found a picture of myself in my high school mascot costume. So you weren't the cheerleader, but you kind of were. I was the bird. Yep. You were the bird. We yep. we were a bird as well. Were you, what bird were you? Eagle. Ah, uh, we were cardinals. Oh. Way way less scary bird. <laughs> hey, but, being the guy who gets to hang out with the cheerleaders is kind of fun too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yes, I mean, it would have been less weird if I were not in the bird costume. But yeah, it was fun. Our engineer in the booth introducing Josh this evening. Up, we guys? love Josh. He, I mean, we're so high tech here at After Buzz. Josh is actually a robot. <laughs> It's true. It's amazing. I have. Uh, I do have an emotion ship, though. So yeah. don't hurt my feelings. Well, he's much smarter than Siri, but <laughs> I won't get derailed <laughs> on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought. I thought there's a lot of great lines in here, um, and Augie just shined in this episode. He was really, really good. I like that they were going out for their anniversary because I remember in Boy Meets World they used to go to the same restaurant every year, this little French bistro for like their anniversary, and I think they were supposed to go to a French restaurant in this episode, but I don't, they didn't it, make it. Right? If, well, um, that's also very convenient for um, set directors or set designers. What did I say? Director, set decorators. Mm-hmm. You know, it's helpful if they go to the same restaurant every year. <laughs> you, don't have to like, you don't have to build a new restaurant every year. That's but yeah, point. they, I mean, and there is a lot of that kind of tradition and mm-hmm. ritual in this show and Boy Meets World. And there was some very blatant, I mean, not even subtle, they were showing clips from Boy Meets World in this episode. I loved that part. Yeah, since it was their anniversary, they were showing their first kiss where Topanga throws Corey up against the locker, I think. And, and you know, the best part about that is at that time, Corey had just tried to straighten his hair. And right. so his hair's really crazy because, and and that's the moment when she kisses him, and yeah, she and even that, says in this episode that they're married because he loves her no matter what she looks like. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was a great mm-hmm. line too. That, again, it's like that comedic, serious, nice blend. Like that mm-hmm. was a line that was really nice when Topanga says to her daughter, you know, that she married Corey because and Corey loves her, not only because of how she looks. And it's vice versa, since she kissed him when his hair was all crazy. And that's just a great technique in terms of doing a sequel show effectively, I think, that for the people like us who grew up on it, it's Mm -hmm. like, oh my god, yeah, I remember that when they were in their graduation, she proposed, like, that's such, that's like an iconic 90s, 2000s TV moment for us. You know, I don't... for the kids who didn't grow up on it now, like, they're learning it for the first time there. Yeah, that's very interesting that that happened so long ago because I really don't know a whole lot of women who propose marriage to men, but I love that Topanga did. I know, it's kind of a funny thing that still in 2014, that seems to be a very established still. Like even, I've you know, friends who are pretty progressive, open-minded folks, but they're like, the guy asks the girl. Like, it, yeah. if a guy's gonna marry a girl, he's gonna, it's the guy asks the girl. It's like still very much ingrained. I think we have to keep it that way because pretty much the girl's like, we always want to get married. <laughs> we, yeah. Like, it's normally gonna be a yes, but it's the guys who like, they have longer, there's not really time restrictions on them, they can date people for a while, they don't have to worry about having children, so it's like, they're not always thinking about marriage and starting a family the way women are, so I feel like it's more likely a no for them so when they want to get married it's like yes well that was when you think about it the fact that they did that and this is this is yeah i mean even now it would be kind of not a big deal i I don't want to say but it would be a little bit iconoclastic it would be a little bit shaking things up even today i think Mm -hmm. to have on any tv show as much as we've come along and things have changed from 10 15 years ago then for sure that was a pretty it's a surprising move. Um, I agree. So I think that's interesting, actually, that they went back to that. Um, and 
In other things in this episode that I loved and that were cool, another great guest star, Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock yeah. is like a jazz legend. I mean, it's pretty hilarious, the whole... And so that's like another... <laughs> see, like there, again, like if you're in on the joke, mm-hmm. and Corey's saying to him, like, oh, you should do this for a living. This is like one of like, the most... And he's like, you just changed success- my life, man. Yeah, right. And it's funny, because he's one of the most successful jazz musicians ever. It's funny, though, because you hear that a lot, how strangers' words really change someone's life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like even when we had Mike on, those of you who didn't listen to our hour-long interview with Michael, you should find it. First of all, you're naughty, and you need to go do it right now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you love Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World, you have to listen to this interview, because it's like the guy who all this is coming from speaks to us for an hour long, and you kind of, you get to know a little bit about him and a lot of his influences, and for the show, it's just just Google AfterBuzz TV, Michael Jacobs. Sure. And it'll come up first thing. I'm thinking about whenever when, he went to, I think it was John Him. He said, "When he, you're talking about when he t- when he his musical writing side, right?" right? And yeah. he went and played the guitar for this uh, guy who discovered Dylan and all these stars who he always this guy always knew was good. He wanted to find out if this guy thought he was good, so he did. And um, the guy said, "You know, your lyrics are where it's at. You're an okay you be a singer, writer. but you should be a writer." So he changed his life. That's true. That is true. And then at, in his early 20s, Michael, I had a, believe, had a, a play on Broadway. He did. <laughs> I, I don't want to say if I don't. Yeah, that's all I know, that he had a play on Broadway. But um, and that's that guy. He credits him with changing his life in that way, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and we, I mean, we see that. Like, you can see music influences everybody. But mm-hmm. for sure, we know that Michael um, and the writers who we had on the show, some of them are are into classic rock music and like Herbie that's a funny thing like Herbie Hancock I think is lost on a lot of viewers of this show <laughs> especially like, in the age group that the, the demographic a, yeah, that's is what I'm pointed saying. at it's totally but that's what I love about this show there's like these little things mm-hmm. that are also for adults for grown ups yeah. and even like Herbie Hancock's kind of a little before our time also even you know and <laughs> yeah. so there's a lot of different levels going on at once which I really really appreciate like I even really love the part where speaking of when they're in the subway when Corey says to this girl, it's our anniversary and we're weird. So, you know, and he said, and he ta- can, can, we're, it's our anniversary and we're weird. Can I borrow your pony? Because he yeah. wants to, like, borrow her pony. I've because they this. missed the carriage ride. Yeah, but that was that was funny. And, like, weird is cool. And, like, not mm-hmm. everyone has to be so, you know, darn cookie cutter. And, and I like that. And I like that I have that the most fun that. when I, like, go out and we do, like, these crazy things with your friends, you know, and you take pictures. And it's, like, it's embarrassing stuff. Yeah. But it's that's what makes it so fun is because it's like it's not expected. And, and even strangers tend to laugh at it. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, st- I was in New York this week. That stuff happens all the time. I mean, all it might be a little creepy if you went up to a young girl and asked her for a toy. That might be a little freaky. But, Slightly. Especially yeah. in the subway. <laughs> like it, when you're in the subway, it's like really everyone's sort of minding their own Everyone's business. like, yeah. But, um, yeah. So I really like when Augie's talking about having a crush on his kindergarten teacher and he's making Corey's talk. I look like a shoe. <laughs> he's tying it like thing. a bow. That was really funny to me when he's helping him get ready for his date with the with Topanga. Yeah, and and then Riley is excited for to get her bada boom, bada bing, those things. And oh, right. I, I like that. That's how they're talked about in, in the show. It's really funny. Yeah, I think it's another thing where um, like what I'm what the reason I really am impressed by Augie, by the way, is that I think that he handles the comedic stuff really well. Mm-hmm. Like, especially for a young actor to get the timing and to get what's funny about it, 
And also, in this episode, it's a pretty, again, there's like a pretty serious thing, which is totally legitimate, and I think a lot of people could relate to, whether you have a sibling, mm-hmm. or just older people in your life, or you've been the older person babysitter, where you're kind of ignoring the kid you're babysitting, or having to balance between your friends and your little siblings, that's like a very, very real yeah. thing, at least in my life, I know for sure, and I think in a lot of people's, um, and how Augie, as an actor, is able to do the funny stuff, and also like show a pretty real emotion, like... He was pissed and sad that his sister didn't have the, you know, wasn't giving him the attention he wanted. And I was sad whenever we went to his room and he tore down the sign. That That was sad. That was sad. Yeah, that was really sad. Because I would have loved to play the pirate adventure, and I'm glad that Riley fixed the situation and they ended up playing. Because, like Mike, I really enjoyed that scene as well. I love pirates. It was fun. I was just thinking, any time I've ever done stuff like that in my own house, it never quite, I mean... It, when you do pirates in your room, it's really nice when you have like a full Disney staff to make your room look like pirates. <laughs> that was like the most insane bedroom pirates ever. They were like decked out. That was real. Yeah, it was basically Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Pretty much. If you missed it, go back and watch it again. Um, I really liked whenever Farkle gets to give Topanga the bracelet that was mentioned earlier in the show, that bracelet that she mm-hmm. liked, and Farkle actually gives it to her. I thought that was really cute. And Corey um, did at one point get down on one knee. Yeah, that was cute, with the ring pop. With the ring pop. It's cute. It was I very cute. It. It's really fun. I agree with Mike, who called in. Thank you, Mike, for calling Thanks, in. Mike. Yeah, it was a funny episode. It was let's really go fun. ahead and roll into predictions. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Is it Betsy Ross? Something like you that? You know, I can't believe you're doing... You know, it's so funny. I literally was just a minute... I bet I have it here. I was just Roy- reading it. William and Russ I should have and Betsy down. Randall. Betsy Randall, okay, that's good. it. Okay, good. Now you don't have to tweet us your angry tweets. Now they won't get mad at me. Or um, you. Um, so exactly. I want to talk about Girl Meets Home for the Holidays. I cannot wait yeah, it's for gonna Sean be huge. Hunter, it's gonna be huge. William Russ, and Betsy Randall to reprise their roles. And I hope that they stick around for a while. I know that Sean is said to be around for two episodes, and I hope the parents do too, because I loved Amy and Alan. They brought so much fun to the show. Like, Corey and Topanga are now. That was William Russ playing Alan and Betsy Randall as Amy Matthews. Um, they were amazing. I think it's funny, actually, how this kind of mirrors real life for me, in that <laughs> they were the parents. When we grew up watching Boy Meets World, they mm-hmm. were the parents, right? And so when I watched Corey and Topanga, still sometimes I'm like, wait a second, they're not the parents. Like, I have to do a double take. You know, because we know them as the kids. And they're kind of the same thing in real life. Like, when your friends that you grew up with as the kids start to become the parents, yeah. you kind of have that double take. As the, people's roles change, you know, as they grow older. And that's then that's part of what this whole show is about. Um, and so I think that's kind of funny to see that, and awesome in a way, to see that mirrored in this, you know, in this fiction television show, to see that we're able, because of the sequel format, to see another generation, to see the parents, Amy and Alan, become grandparents. And people always talk about how parents change when they become grandparents. Right. Um, and so that we get to see the people that we grew up with as the kids be the parents, and now we're going to get to see the people we grew up as the parents be the grandparents. I, I couldn't be really more excited. Yeah. Also, we have Joshua Matthews coming back, which was really? actually played by, it's, it, it was Michael's son. 
I think either Josh or Daniel, or Daniel yeah. played Joshua Matthews on Boy Meets World, so they're not reprising their role. Well, didn't they also wait? Didn't they also have a bunch of kids? Play, didn't they talk about that? How it was different? That was like one thing. Well, probably when he was a baby, it was probably a different kid. I'm not sure, but yeah. I remember whenever he was like in the diaper in like the the finale, it was definitely Michael's kid. Son, right. Yeah, his son. Um, I saw the name. It's like Uriah. Somebody is going to be playing jo- Josh Matthews. So it's nice mm. to see that you know we'll get to see Corey's younger brother since he wasn't really a part, part of, the of show. boy. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that'll be fun. So I think we'll see more of every. I think what we're seeing and we'll see more of is that now we get it. We get who the characters are. We're going to see more development of each of them. You know, they're going to each get more of their moment. It's not all about Riley. It's, it is mm-hmm. Girl Meets World. And what's great is that what we can see is it's not only about her, it's about this whole group of cast of characters, and we can see different parts of them in different episodes. So I think we'll see more of that. Um, and maybe we'll see more and more flashbacks, because they seem to be so. going with that. So mm-hmm. we'll see. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in again. Um, yeah. Don't forget to tweet at us these next two weeks. And um, we're going to be back December 15th, that Monday, to film two more shows before the holidays. And, Lee, where can we follow you? You can and should. Please do follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Lee M. Epstein. At Lee M. Epstein on Twitter and Instagram. Love to hear from you guys. Thank you. And I'm at Cinematic Escape on Twitter and Cinematic underscore Escape on Instagram. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you Monday, December 15th. Bye, Girl Meets World Heads. Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you You later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.